Does your business stand for anything? Does it connect with your customers on the all-important emotional level? Or does it just blend in with the background and not really showcase your passion? Well, if that is the case, you need to be more sea turtle. Welcome aboard, folks, to the Annoyingly Optimistic Show, the go-to destination for the savviest entrepreneurs and business owners who crave a heady concoction of knowledge, inspiration, and a sprinkling of humour. I'm your host, Paul Inskip, here to accompany you on this exhilarating journey through the world of business. Together, we'll venture into the fascinating realm of ideas, unravel the mysteries of success, and equip you with hands-on strategies to worry less, make more, and be brilliant. I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out, comment, or message me to share how you've been helped, inspired, or simply got a fresh outlook. Let's embark on this annoyingly optimistic adventure together. And remember, worry less, make more, and be brilliant. Sea turtles, majestic, resilient, an emblem of nature's dogged determination. Perhaps like me, when your thoughts meander towards these noble seafaring fellows, you think not for their daily water ballet or their likely starring roles in the behind-the-scenes productions of Finding Nemo. Cool dude. No, the image that snaps into focus is of their yearly epic beach vasion, the Herculean struggle to secure the future of their species. Their bold, egg-planting escapades have earned our awe, our respect, and have become an additional boon for the tourism industry. So let's swim over to your business. What's its image? Its persona? If your only claim to fame is being a superbly competent business, then you've missed out on a golden opportunity. Now, allow me to illustrate, albeit through audio. This is a podcast after all, not a painting competition. Now, imagine, if you will, a beach, low tide, yours truly, resplendent in a three-piece suit, camera at the ready, my breath caught up, ears pricked for the inevitable go signal. Lined up a mere 20 metres behind me, an army of 50 brides sporting tiaras, veils and the latest in matrimonial footwear, trainers. And beyond this bridal parade, a growing crowd, eager spectators to our merry chase. The signal is given and off I go, pursued by the betrothed battalion. I glance back, a hint of smirk on my face, feigning surprise worthy of an Oscar. Clicks and flashes echo as we recreate a peculiar version of Baywatch, but with me being chased by a white wave of bridal gowns. Moments later, the chase culminates. I'm surrounded, encircled by the bridal brigade, smiles wider than the Grand Canyon, ice creams in hand for a victory treat. Now, hold on. You might be wondering if you've inadvertently switched to an alternative reality podcast. Fear not, you haven't. The event was called Brides on Bogner Beach. It marked the fourth or maybe the fifth, I lost count, of my madcap charity capers. The goal? To create a calendar chock full of picture-perfect moments with 50-plus brides in an idyllic town setting. You see, I wanted to make waves to ripple out my influence. My platform, my audience, my passion for community that I was part of spurred me to act, to make a difference. This was my superpower, my equivalent of the turtle's beach egg-laying. My identity, my mission became undeniable, unmistakable. Over a decade, I dabbled in a vast array of charity events, portrait marathons, elf ambles, Halloween parades that painted the town orange. Imagine 900 spookily dressed denizens having a blast. Coffee mornings, charity vouchers, you name it. 
Each was more than just a cog in my business strategy. Each was a testament to my resolve to stand out, to be more than just a click, click, smile, please photographer. And guess what? While I rode this wave of success, I witnessed six other businesses dissolve into the ether, failing to grasp the essence of what I was sharing here. They simply didn't get it. So ask yourself again, what is it that you stand for? What is your turtle-esque beach egg-laying moment? Now, the turning point for me was an ultimate showdown between my convictions and that sneaky creep of doubt. It's like a gladiator's duel where belief wields a sword and worry wields, well, a worrisome stick. The litmus test for any belief or mission lies not in the calm waters, but in the turbulent storms. When the going gets tough, when the chips are down and everything screams abandon ship, that's when the adhesive of our convictions is put to the acid test. Now, clinging on to our passions is akin to clinging on to the soul's very life raft. Now, allow me to take you back to a similar memory, but picture an early event that guzzled up hundreds of my precious pounds and just as much time. The clock ticked. The event was only hours away. It was the literal calm before the storm. The excitement was tangible. The social media ether was a buzz, and messages of support fluttered in like a thousand origami birds. As I stood there, pride swelling in my chest, alongside a hint of exhaustion, my convictions were about to face their own boss battle. You see, my business was thriving, a veritable digital bee's nest of activity, but my bank balance resembled a dehydrated raisin. So doubts began to rear their ugly head, whispering, should be doing more ads, should be doing other better things. Fortunately, my leap of faith had crossed the point of no return, so I marched onwards. Now, fast forward 15 Herculean hours later, I collapsed into my office chair, an overzealous indulgence of Haribo waging war on my taste buds. My office looked like the aftermath of a paper mache tornado, and my ears were still buzzing with a symphony of the day's hullabaloo. But oh, the magic we had created, the hearts we had touched. It was a tapestry of pure, unadulterated community spirit. My heart swelled, and not just from the Haribo. As I cast my gaze over the flurry of emails and notes strewn across my desk, a pan emerged like constellations in the night sky. Messages from all corners of the realm held me, not because of my dazzling craft, but because they had seen authenticity in action the maestro orchestrating joy and connections with not a thought for self-promotion. There were no sales pitches, no vouchers shoved in hands. This was about something more noble, about donning the cape of generosity because the heart willed it. And that was the golden ticket, the secret source, the creme de la creme of what we all yearn for, authenticity, the raw unmasking of the soul behind the enterprise. So let's unsheath our convictions and your convictions and charge valiantly into these storms because in the end that's where the true treasure lies as i navigated the maze the world outside performed its own little tectonic shift i found my compass needle pointing not towards the event particulars but towards empathy towards authority towards standing tall and being accounted for these weren't just the flavor of the day they were the quintessential spices that would define my business's very cuisine the more I peeled away the layers to reveal the real me, the more my clientele rallied behind me, their support like a mighty chorus. Now, of course, 
There were, and still are, naysayers, cocooned in their insular cages, stubbornly adhering to the belief that being very good is the key to the castle. But you know what? Embracing our authentic selves makes very good look a bit like a potato in a crown. And as the wise and irrepressible Seth Godin says, be genuine, be remarkable, and be worth connecting with. Now, I'll try and keep my fanboy enthusiasm on a leash. (laughs) It's difficult, um, especially when I'm talking about some of the authors who've shaped my thinking. One being Seth Godin, and a lesser-known one, but equally inspiring, being Sam Conniff. Now, these trailblazers ignite the flame of change, advocate for audacity of rule-breaking, and promote the virtues of generosity, traits that every business titan should inscribe in their playbook. So you might be scratching your head wondering, well, what on earth does being more turtle mean? How do I integrate it into my business strategy? Well, here comes the revelation. You see, as complex as humans are, we're pretty simple creatures. We crave connection with friends at work, even when we're hunting for a bargain. We buy with our hearts, not with our heads. Therefore, as businesses, we need to get chummy with our customers' emotions. And that requires us standing for something. And I'm not talking about standing for your product. Think about our turtle friends. We don't admire vacation or champion their cause because we have a shell full of shares in their livelihood or because we're contractually obliged to. We admire their grit, their sacrifice, their struggle. We connect on a visceral level, drawing parallels between their story and ours, finding strength in their triumphs. Or perhaps we're just suckers for surfer dude accent talking turtles. But regardless of what draws us in, it's that emotional bond that hooks us. And this is the connective tissue we must weave into the fabric of our businesses. By being genuine, authentic and caring, we can truly connect with our customers. I would like to point out at this point and make it very clear, we are in a time right now in today's market where big corporations are co-opting movements like environmentalism as marketing schemes. The deceptive practice known as greenwashing can spell disaster for a small business. So no, I'm not advocating for crafty marketing lies. I'm preaching about a genuine care and authenticity. So ask yourself, what lights your fire? What stirs your soul? What qualities make you admire other people or businesses? Sure, finding these answers can be as challenging as that business conundrum of finding your why. But rest assured, the solution is often wonderfully simple, even if the path to get there may be long and hard, much like the turtle's trek to laying its eggs. Now, before you let the real world, that party-pooper, turtle-free world, whisper sweet nothings of self-doubt into your ear, reeling off an endless list of excuses to procrastinate or defer action, pause, not the podcast, Clear your mind of those distractions and focus on your passions. Maybe it is the environment, children's charities, animal rights, natural living, fitness, reducing plastic waste, affordable living, end-of-life care, palliative care, education, feline fandom or canine companionship. Maybe it's volunteering. What gets your gears grinding? What would you like to give back to? Now, hopefully there's already some ideas stirring. 
Now guard them jealously, because any moment now, any moment, a killjoy business lizard armed with a clipboard might gatecrash your brainstorming session, insisting that this isn't relevant to your business. Now send that lizard packing, because when you care, your customers will too. And guess what? Even if they don't care, they'll still buy from you. But let's level that up. Return customers are great, but fanatical ones are even better. So let's make a pledge today, not tomorrow, because we all know tomorrow never comes, to stand for something. And then figure out an exciting way to live and breathe this passion. It might be as simple as donating a portion of your profits, planting a tree for every order, hosting a coffee morning or distributing vouchers. Start small, but commit to it. Shout it from the rooftops, wear it like a badge of honour and infuse it into every pore of your business. Being more turtle is about standing for something that may seem alien to your business. It's about connecting with your customers on a deeper level through your business. Remember, just as people rally around turtles, if you show up with your authentic mission, customers will do the same for you. They'll become loyal fans, spreading the word like wildfire. Even those who are not customers, when they connect with your passion, they will attract others to help you stand out in a crowded market. Now, reflect on the decisions you make daily. As a parent, sibling, friend, turtle enthusiast, grandparent, partner, spouse, how many of those choices are guided by connection, empathy, and emotion? Sure, money talks, but emotion shouts louder. Let emotion, let your true self, let connection drive others. In the end, being more turtle is about swimming against the current and embracing the authentic you to create a deeper connection. And who knows, maybe you'll find your business swimming in an ocean of success, accompanied by a convoy of turtles. Now, if I can go rogue for a minute, and I promise it won't be more than 60 seconds, I find myself in the throes of another game-changing moment. Come the 1st of July, I'll be rolling out the red carpet for the Million Worry Less Pledge. It's my commitment to alleviate a million worries through this very podcast and by dispatching free business solutions, one business at a time. Now, if this piques your interest, go to millionworrylesspledge.co.uk or keep an eye out on social media to find out more. Now, this endeavor is about leveraging my knowledge to make a meaningful impact. Now, if your business could use a worryless video with ideas and assistance, then go to that website and add your details. And if my words have sparked inspiration, offered help, or eased a worry, please reach out and we can immortalize your triumphs on my worryless wall. So until next time, remember, you need to be more sea turtle. Well, we're at the end of another fun-filled episode of the Annoyingly Optimistic Show. Here's hoping you found your pot of gold at the end of this rainbow, brimming with insight, inspiration and ideas to tackle your business dilemmas with a twinkle in your eye and a spring in your step. If you've enjoyed this episode, pass it on. Share the love, leave a review or reach out and see how we can make your business everything you dreamed it would be. And for a weekly dose of optimism, hop on over to worrylessmakemore.co.uk and sign up for my Worry Less newsletter. Until our next adventure, remember to worry less, make more, 
and be brilliant. <laughs>